Hello and welcome back to Chewing It Over. Um, as you'll see, Jack Chew is not here again today. In fact, he is not here all week. Someone let him have holiday. Don't know who that was. We shall be finding them and appropriately telling them never to let him do that again. So it's me again, Jack March, and <clears throat> you might be tuning in going, ah, oh, Jack again, other Jack is going to talk about rheumatology. And I'm not going to talk about rheumatology today, I'm talk about something different. I actually, believe it or not, do spend some time doing other things um, other than rheumatology. Alistair Beverly says, hey up Peggy Patch, which hopefully he's going to explain what that is. Um, he has got me loud and clear, which is very good. So very happy about that. Um, also, I've got a brand new light, which I can see reflected in my eyes, which I wanted to test out today. So um, hopefully that's making me look, I don't know, better. Who knows? Anyway. Um, but so we're not going to talk about rheumatology today. I do want to um, hopefully get some interaction with this session today. Um, help me out. I don't really know. I don't have any answers for this. Um, certainly don't claim to have all the answers for this. But I want to talk about a little bit about what happens when your ideas don't work. Um, so there's various re various reasons behind that, both why I want to talk about it, but also why the reasons themselves might not work. And um, this comes about off a few things that have happened over the last uh, six to nine months, um, personally, with things that I've tried to do, but other things that I've seen as well. And it's, I think there's some overlay into clinical practice as well as purely online or entrepreneurial um, ideas, if you might have might might think about that. Um, and I'd be interested to know what everybody else thinks. What do you do if you have an idea and you try to implement it and it doesn't quite work out as much as you or as well as you thought it might have? You thought it was a really good idea, otherwise you wouldn't have wouldn't have gone on to try and pursue it, I suppose, unless you thought, oh, this is a really average idea. I'm going to put some time and effort into it. I doubt that that's a particularly common thing to do. So interested to uh, get some comments on, you know, have you have you had ideas that haven't really worked? What did you do? Um, how did you proceed afterwards? Because, you know, some of the things that I've done over the last six to nine months, they've taken quite a lot of my time and effort and resources. And sometimes they don't come off as I might have thought they would. Something as simple as a tweet, maybe you thought was quite a or quite an interesting thing, and you uh, you did a tweet, and then no one bothered to talk about it or interact with you or like it or anything. And there's various reasons for that. Um, I think there's various reasons why ideas don't work. Some of them might be timing. You might have timed the idea wrong, perfectly good idea, and it's put out at the wrong time. Um, might be a perfectly good idea, but housed in the wrong way. Um, certainly something that I've I've noticed. I remember one of the first ideas that I had, which I tried to sell, um, was an audio book. And um, I thought people love podcasts. People like audio books. Why wouldn't people like an audio book of rheumatology? Turns out nobody likes a rheumatology audio book for various reasons. Hardly anybody bought it. So it was an idea. It didn't really work. Um, I think as a final product, it's what I aimed for. It just wasn't popular. Um, and that's certainly one th one way of an idea not working. Other ways, of course, would be that it literally doesn't work. So in clinical practice, you implement a treatment or an educational plan or something similar. And maybe it makes someone worse. It doesn't make them better. Uh, maybe they don't like it. Maybe they don't engage. 
what do you do with that idea afterwards? This is what I'm interested in. Do you bin the idea off? Do you reinvent the idea, use it for something else, repurpose it, come back to it later, plow on? If, it's, if you think it's a really good idea, do you keep going? What, what do you do with that idea? That's what I'm really interested in. Um, and I suppose, you know, I've tried to repurpose some of my ideas that haven't worked. I've either given them away as means of rewards for things or um, ways of getting people engaged in some of my content without paying for it. It's hard, isn't it? Because especially when you when you've created something for a specific reason and it's not really fulfilling that reason, is it as easy to repurpose it? Take it back to clinical practice. You provide someone an exercise for a reason, let's say, let's make it simple. And it doesn't work in inverted commas. Can you repurpose that exercise to achieve something else? Maybe you can, maybe you can't. Depends how specific you've been, I suppose. So something I've been tackling over the weekend and over the last few days, it's what do I do with some of these ideas? I have ideas that I don't even work on on occasion. They just sort of sit in an ideas pile um, that I might get to at some point. Either the timing might be better or I might have some time and resources to put towards them. So do I, what do I do? Do I bin off those ideas that haven't worked quite as well as I thought I would and crack on with a new one? What do I try and learn from those ideas? Do I try and take something of what what i did that worked and apply it into the new ideas don't know really this is what i mean this is what i've been tackling this is what i've been some uncertainty maybe we're told to be certain in uncertainty and this is where i'm stuck at the moment how do i repurpose some of these things um and you know certainly learned a lot in the processes of some of these ideas you know with the audio book was a really good opportunity for me to do a lot of editing and practice um, and recording and different software and technology and various things. Um, so, yeah, you, you take what you can, I suppose, from the process. But, you know, sometimes you're left with things that you you can't you repurpose. Like, let's take what I've got here. I've got books, for example. Let's say this flops. What am I going to do with it? I can't repurpose this particularly. Um, so it's, it's a difficult one. We've got some comments coming in, which is nice, because um, I do genuinely want to explore this today. Michael's tuning in. He's obviously got nothing better to do. Um, I've always found that a good idea works very quickly. So I always move on to the next idea, ASAP and lessons data showing there's a reason for it not working. I think that's really interesting. And I I would counter that point with, depends how much time, effort and resources you've put into that single idea. Let's say, Michael, you're, you've built websites left, right and center. Well, they always work, don't they? Because you're always you're so good at it. But imagine you, Imagine you've put loads of effort and time and whatever into this into this website or this project and it's not working for whatever reason. It's not a technological reason. It just isn't working. You can't necessarily move on to the next idea. I don't think if you, maybe you need to recoup things maybe, or maybe you are able to write it off as a loss. I don't know. It's I suppose it's difficult and depends on each individual um, circumstance. But I think that is certainly one way we're dealing with with 
projects that don't work is to move on from them very quickly, put them behind you. We always hear this thing in sports, don't we? The best sports players are the ones that are able to put their mistakes behind them very quickly and recover. Um, and I suppose it's certainly, certainly an advert for not putting all of your eggs in one basket. If you only had, if only working on one thing and it doesn't work, then you're going to struggle, aren't you? Um, interesting. Alistair's, Alistair Beverly's in here um, in the comments as well. He put a couple in. Um, it's hard hard when you put energy into something to see it flop. He parks the idea, steps away, and then revisits at a later date with a fresh pair of eyes, proofreading an article or blog. It's not, sometimes it's hard to see clearly in the moment. And this this sort of plays against what Michael was just saying, where let's say the idea doesn't work immediately. Um, Michael's saying, no, oh, I'm going to move away, go on to the next project. Didn't work, bin it, next. Alistair's saying, well, I'm going to park it for a bit, revisit um and come or come back to come back to it in the future and ash james has just chipped in i don't know where this comes from it's oh this is from periscope from twitter um just because an idea doesn't work it doesn't mean it's always a bad idea it could be timing and social climate and certainly this is something that i think is happening at the moment um you could have a very good idea and it just not gain traction because the environment and the the social um ideas behind it just aren't quite quite on the money for it to take off at the moment um and i think this is about this is about being honest with yourself isn't it you've got to reflect on the on the idea reflect on the process and say okay let's take my let's go back to michael schumacher's idea let's say michael makes a website it doesn't work it doesn't technologically work he's not going to bin that off immediately and say no it's not the right time for that idea it's tech it's, there's a technical fault in it not working can i fix the technical fault let's go back through the process where did i go wrong but i suppose if it's not working from a environmental point of view no one's buying it no one's visiting it no one's reading it there's a different kettle of fish um and uh, do we revisit this in the future how do we know when the timing might be better we don't necessarily want to wait until someone else does the idea that then takes off you might have this idea that it's just a little bit too early do you want to keep it going ticking over for a bit just in case it, the time does come it's a really hard balance to strike and i think reflecting through the process is really important um and understanding how you got there i think is um you know this reasoning process why so i had this idea i have all these ideas loads of ideas why did i choose that one why did I choose that idea? What was that reasoning process? Why did I choose that idea over these others? Did I choose that idea because I liked the idea of it? Was it enjoyable? Or did I choose that idea because I thought it was the best idea for whatever the outcome might be, making money or um, in clinic making a difference to that person? Did I choose that? Did I choose that exercise because it's my favorite exercise at the moment? Or did I choose that exercise because I thought it had the best outcome? Or did I write? Did I write something because I thought it was I wanted to write it or or did I write it because I thought it would make the most money? It's difficult, um, difficult balance to strike is, and, and you probably only know that in retrospect. But I think it's a good process to go through um, thinking about the ideas that you've chosen to move forward with or whatever it is in clinical practice. Why do I choose to go forward with that? I think that's a good starting point. And then the technological process 
did it take too long could i have learned things along the way that would have sped things up could i have could i have done things more efficiently could i have delegated some of this component out to someone who is better than that i am than i am um could i have de delegated out design or or the copy or whatever it is out to somebody else so i think there's lots of things that you can reflect on before necessarily bidding the idea um or even leaving it and coming back to it ash james has written uh, again from twitter uh, hard to be impartial. I've pitched the idea as someone else's before to get honest feedback. Um, it's interesting, isn't it? Because if then if they, <laughs> let's say they went, oh, wow, that's an amazing idea. I'm going to go and speak to them more about it, I suppose. Maybe maybe Ash is talking about making up somebody fictional as the, uh, he's, 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 uh, his, his alter ego, Jash Ames, is, um, has created all the, these ideas that he gets, he gets feedback on first. Um, I I will often with some of the things that I write and the ideas that I have pitch them to colleagues etc and say you know what do you think of this tear it apart where are the problems where are the gaps I think that's a really good good process to go through. Um, Joe Turner is here. Hi Joe, glad to, to have you tuning in to to uh, speak to me today. Um, she tends to agree with Michael, but I think you need to have strategies to make it not about you, not take it as a personal rejection. Um, I think. Um, in my <laughs> in my experience of what I do, I am almost the other way around, and um, and I'm like, no, it's people. Other people are the problem, not me. It's not my fault. I'm very uh, very dismissive of anything of, that I could take of, as personal personal problem, personal uh, a negative against me. It's definitely not my fault. Whenever these things don't work, it's definitely the social climate. It's definitely everybody else not seeing the value in what I've made always that's always the approach that i've taken i don't really fit fit your average but certainly you've got you have you do have to divorce these ideas we see a lot of this don't we in people when they're when whenever an argument springs up in um, in social media people people have these ideas which are too tallied to their uh, or too tied to their personality or their sense of self-worth um and this that's problematic we definitely need to divorce our creations from our sense of self, I think. Um, and it's not that they're rejecting you, it's that the idea isn't that good. And, you know, how many, I'd, I'd be interested to know how many ideas people have that work versus don't work. Um, certainly it's interesting. Joe then goes on to say, ah, it's all, all my fault. Yeah, it probably is all my fault. I probably don't, don't assess other people as, as well as appropriately should. But um, certainly, yeah, Certainly, you can't take these failures. Like, I mean, if it if it's functioning as it should, and it's a failure of um, of effect once it gets out into the public sphere, then that's certainly something very different. I mean, obviously, if if you fail at creating the thing appropriately and it just doesn't work from a technical point of view or a process point of view, then that's something that you can pin on yourself. But um, certainly, it's it's different. It's something we shouldn't take take personally when these things don't work because you see also how many things how many times do you on a simple note how many times do you see something on twitter and you think it's interesting it's got no likes no retweets and you scroll past it and then other times you see something and you think oh, it's in inane inane thing to say on the internet and it's got a thousand likes very strange environment especially in social media something i think i've learned from michael schumacher is this idea of consistency rather than rather than peaks 
he very much likes to keep things on a consistent basis rather than this trying to get something out of trending or uh, or viral rather have something and then if you go viral within your consistency that's a it's a different a different idea and i think it's about why didn't this idea work this time as we talked about a bit earlier what what about the social environment or what about the context in which we released this wasn't quite right we talked about we've talked about between us as a team how people don't seem to be buying things very much jack was on the show last week talking about how covid has changed or maybe changing and social situations with people going to pubs going out um how this is all very different and we're seeing this at places like wimbledon well, it's not as busy as it was before what is it about is it is it generally that people aren't buying things if they've got less money are they being a bit bit more careful with their money what is it about now that means this specific idea didn't quite work or what is it about what is it about this theory i'm trying to project that's that's not quite taking hold are people not people not getting it we're not laid the groundwork appropriately and kept at that consistency to begin with um to then build on top of i don't know maybe this is something you need to consider any when your ideas don't work on a, on a simpler level when we're talking clinically you give someone an exercise program it doesn't work they come back and it's worse or not better and they don't like it and they don't like you maybe but what is it about that exercise program that's not worked you thought at the time it was the best exercise program otherwise you wouldn't have prescribed it surely so what is it is it is it the individuals they need something different do they need a groundwork laying before they can engage and i think this is the same with ideas bigger idea bigger concept ideas i think it's quite easy for us to or so easy for me to use that clinical base to think okay well maybe maybe i projected too much of myself onto that patient before i prescribed this exercise program i thought well i like a strengthening program i'm going to give them a strengthening program and actually what they really really like is yoga for example i don't know so i think laying some groundwork before these ideas are released is quite quite a good idea um, but also seeing again going back to this sort of clinical concept absorbing that information from the patient and building something that's appropriate for them so on a larger scale we're absorbing the trends of what's happening on social media and in the profession and then producing something that relates to that or builds on that so that you're not trying to generate all this momentum um, it's very hard from a standing start to generate momentum so how are you building on top of that but equally from the flip side of that we can see from a lot of trends that are happening that's very difficult to when something has a lot of momentum to then keep up with that so look at the podcast market at the moment it absolutely saturated everybody's got podcast i'm sat here now streaming i've minimally prepped for this really um, certainly from a technological point of view i've hit go and started talking trying to launch a podcast at the moment is really hard you've got to fight through all of that noise all of those other podcasts good bad ugly brilliant how because there's so much momentum people are already in these podcasts um already listening to a lot of podcasts they've already got their favorites their favorites come out regularly they've got a myriad of different ones that they listen to how are you going to break through that noise so i suppose the butter zone really is to find something that's on the missing a screen with my hand or, or something that's on the app um that you can 
bandwagon onto, for want of a better term, and carry that momentum with you so you're not starting from a standing start, but also from the flip side, get this hand out the screen, or what I'm doing today with my hands, uh, rather than it already being up here and then you trying to break break through that noise. So I think you, understanding this whole situation is, is quite difficult and then reflecting once those things don't quite work. Um, what is it about what is it about that that didn't quite work? I think it's really interesting. Um, so to give a little bit of a little bit of a more specifics, I suppose you know I'm going to absolutely plug this. Um, but I wrote this this year after um, I've done a few bits of osteoarthritis, or certainly I've done a few bits of osteoarthritis, and had gained a bit of momentum with osteoarthritis. And I thought, let's follow this up. Let's spend a good number of hours writing a good few thousand words on osteoarthritis and people are going to lap it up and i was miles off there's no one's been interested in it at all so what was it about that situation i think part of it is people aren't spending any money uh, or spending far less money or being very careful with their money but also i think what i did what i did was i tried to capitalize on that momentum that we just talked about that was already up here that momentum was already really fast people were saturated with osteoarthritis and then you try and release something into that and it just gets lost in the noise. So it's difficult to then, because I'm quite, I'm proud of this. I think it's one of the best things I've written, in my opinion. Um, I read it the other day and I was quite happy with it. Um, so, you know, I don't, from the process point of view, I don't think there's something that I did wrong, but I think there is a, there is a, um, a social environment that meant it didn't do very well um and maybe would i would i in retrospect should i've released it either earlier it would be difficult i'd have had to write it faster um release it earlier and then when the momentum was down a bit coattail onto that or as um who was it alistair says should i should i park this book for a while just leave it and then push it in a few months time when osteoarthritis and certainly in the circles that I'm in settled down a little bit and something else has turned up. People want a different different idea for something else. So I don't know really, you know, so like I say, I don't have any of the answers and I don't really have any of the answers on uh, on this specific book either. Um, we'll find out in, in due time what I end up doing with it. Um, so yeah, don't know really. Um, so we've got a couple more minutes left of this uh, this stream. So anybody who has got any ideas about or any reflections on ideas they've done that haven't worked and whether it was their fault, some other fault or anything else to add to this, because we've had environmental factors. We've had parking the idea. We've had let's leave the idea, move on to the next project. And of course, that's very easy for me to do, being someone who does basically spend their life working on projects. Um, I can just drop it, move on to the next one what what projects are we i choose to do either regarding rheumatology or therapy live or whatever it is that we've got coming up um that'd be interesting choice to make but um yeah anybody got any further comments on this before we wrap it up for today thank you to everybody who has tuned in and uh made a comment so far it's been been interesting to think about um think about some of these things and uh Certainly something about the, per the personal rejection that Joe mentioned, something that I've not particularly thought about particularly, but like I, like I mentioned, isn't something that particularly affects me anyway. Um, 
but yes don't do that don't i think we certainly shouldn't be put off trying to be creative just because one thing doesn't work uh, i think i was quite lucky when i started in this creative creative endeavors that the first idea or two did work and did do okay and that gave me momentum personally to then continue trying that um <clears throat> joe's come in here um simple idea but the two biggest successes i've had were things i really loved doing rather than being too beholden to the outcome and i think that's important to a degree uh depends what the outcome is isn't it so if you if your main outcome is that you enjoy doing it um then you're you're certainly going to success succeed if there's some if there's some monetary necessity to it because either you put a lot of um resources into it or you've taken a lot of time or something like that then enjoying it's not necessarily a good outcome um as a, as a soul um as a soul outcome however the enjoyment of it is certainly something that you know we should take away and i certainly enjoy i don't take i'm lucky don't take projects on necessarily now that i wouldn't enjoy doing um one of the things that i very much am delighted by is working for choose health work and physio matters in that i do enjoy all of that is as much my hobby as it is my job um and so the projects that i take on i do enjoy which is really good but obviously there's a lot of people that won't won't necessarily be doing that uh, won't have that luxury but certainly um i think uh, what i'm assuming what joe what you're saying please correct me if i'm wrong here is that they were successful as well as you enjoyed as you loved doing them um so they um it wasn't necessarily that you were aiming to make money out of those projects you wanted to do them because you enjoyed them and then they did then go on to make money or whatever other outcomes that were there so really interesting um really interesting thought and i I certainly think passion and enjoyment and um, hard work shows through in a project. You, I think people can, um, Joe is is agreeing, yes, excellent view. Glad I didn't mis misrepresent you, Joe. Um, I think it really is obvious when someone's put a lot of work into something, really enjoyed it or passionate about it, as opposed to something that comes out when they've had to do it or they've, been pushed into doing it something like that and i think it really is obvious um when that's the case so i can't it's hard i can't sit here and say only take on projects that you enjoy that's insane isn't it but i think should we preferentially take on project x project with whatever outcome i do enjoy versus y project with a different outcome that i don't enjoy so much which one are you going to take on? And I suppose that depends on individual circumstances. But certainly, I ah, the one in the mirror, mirror. Um, certainly, I, I err on the enjoyment projects these days, which I'm lucky to do. So I'm going to wrap it up for there. Any any further comments? Please do send them in. Um, I will be around later in the week. I haven't decided what other topics we're going to talk about this week, um, but um, I'm hoping to talk about something about confidence with technology and presenting something like that um so if anybody's listening to this or watching this and has some particular feelings on be lacking confidence in presenting or presenting online or using technology then uh, be delighted to talk to you um, it's not something i struggle with um, spending most of my day sitting staring at a computer but lots of people do we get lots of feedback that people do struggle with the technology of presenting especially online or struggling with uh, talking to the screen and things. So if anybody does want to come on and talk to me about that, then I'd be delighted. 
Um, tomorrow, I think, is the first steps team. So they will be taking over for chewing it over tomorrow. So uh, looking forward to that. Hopefully they've got some interesting topics to talk, to talk about. Um, and yeah, other than that, thank you for tuning in. If you do want one of these, I'm going to I'm going to absolutely shamelessly plug this that hasn't worked then uh, you can find that on rheumatology.physio forward slash shop. Um, I like it. I think I've done a reasonably good job at discussing osteoarthritis um, with some pulling together a lot of the things that I've learned over the last few months. And um, yeah, be very grateful if you uh, had a look at that and consideration of that. But otherwise, um, thank you for joining me. Thank you for tuning in and being interactive. And anybody who watches Chewing It Over regularly please remember that the sign out music is incredibly loud you might want to take your earphones off i've been jack march thank you very much and i'll see you soon